Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be asking, why was the third degree added? The third degree, we've all heard of it. It's even made its way into popular phraseology. For instance, he looks like he's just got the third degree. But what does it all mean? Why couldn't Freemasonry have been left with just two degrees? Well, the way I look at it is that Freemasonry is part theatre, charity. It's a chapel. It's not a church. It's a private chapel. It's a fraternity and a, and a debating society. And not just that, but it includes uh, ritual, uh, faith, and esoteric knowledge. But I, I don't believe it has always been like that. I think that the first three grandmasters wanted to incorporate alchemy into the ritual. The reason being that the uh, practice of alchemy was dying out. The Royal Society, which was established in 1660, was promoting new sciences such as uh, physics, geology, metallurgy, and things like that. And alchemy was then seen as a kind of medieval quest uh, that, as I say, was inhabited by mystics and superstitious fools. Um, so Isaac Newton was one of the last professional alchemists. And as he died in 1727, 10 years after the revival of speculative Freemasonry, I think it was uh, Newton that guided the Grand Masters because they knew nothing about alchemy. Very plausible hypothesis. As, as we mentioned earlier, Newton had written over a million words on alchemy and he wrote as fluidly on the subject as if he was writing in a diary. He would certainly have been consulted on the matter by his Royal Society colleagues. So who was doing this for Freemasonry then? So the first three grandmasters joined an operative lodge and I believe they wanted to convert it to use the, the new ritual that they had found. So, um, if we look at the rituals of those days, we'll see that operative masons were only using a two degree ritual and there was no master mason degree at the time. But alchemy requires that everything is done in threes. There are three furnaces and matter is distilled three times. Um, and also, it's, it's a kind of byline, but uh, alchemists were very religious people. And I believe their practice of alchemy was based on the Christian concept of the Trinity. So the Grand Masters decided that they needed a new degree to align Freemasonry with alchemy. Interesting. Well, was it a new degree or did they revive an annual festival to perform the ancient drama commemorating the slaying of Hiram Abiff? I'll leave that to you, the listener, to do further research. I also see it, that the Judo Alchemy's association with the puffers, clippers and superstitious practices, all of the dross left from superspurious, from spurious alchemical societies predating 1717 needed to be removed and leave only that which worked. So if the scientific elite of the time encoded it within the ritual, where can we see alchemy in the lodge? Ah, oh, We can see uh, evidence of alchemy throughout the lodge. 
though many of the, the hints are really well concealed. For example, the most important alchemical catalyst was dew. Uh, it was collected early in the morning and on a, an auspicious date. The Latin for dew is ros, which is similar to the English flower rose. So you will see small roses or rosettes on brethren's aprons. They are a pun for the word for dew. So on a master's mason, master mason's apron, um, you will also see seven chains on either side with a little ball at the end. The ball is the dew dripping down the apron. And then this connects to the passage in, in the ritual about the dew of Hermon, which descended on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. So we have the dew, we have the rosettes, and the seven chains on the apron, because this alchemist only recognized seven metals. Another thing, uh, in the lodge, there is a representation of the philosopher's stone. With stone is a symbol which comprises the seven metals with gold in the center. This is just the start, as the three degrees were written to incorporate these alchemical illusions, the bottom line is that the first three grandmasters wanted to teach the brethren about immortality, and they used the three-step alchemical process to do it. Thank you. Well, if that yeah. isn't enough to stimulate into further research, I don't know what would be. <laughs> we'll be elaborating this uh, on this in later podcasts, so please stay tuned. And that, that just about brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.